before I ever got in trouble, I was a gear junkie. I was an outdoors guy. Um, and so obviously I had all this stuff. And when you go to prison, you get everything taken away from you and you're handed, you know, a uh, shirt and some pants and some crappy shoes and a little towel roll with a toothbrush in it. That's what you got. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, getting sober takes one man to the heart of what is important in life. After this. My name is Andrew Gibbs Dabney. I'm the founder and CEO of Lives in Designs. We do outdoor apparel, focusing on durability and versatility. I'm in Bentonville, Arkansas. Bentonville is tucked into an area of the state called the Ozark Mountains, and it's a beautiful place. It's rolling hills, lots of green forests, rivers, and bluffs, and really good mountain biking. So a big turning point in my life that got me where I am today was a run-in with the law and becoming incarcerated at the age of 23 back in 2011. I was a student at the University of Arkansas and I just wasn't doing well. I was, I was partying too much, I was doing way too many drugs, and I had moved from recreational drug use to an addiction to prescription Oxycontin basically and, and other opiates. So I wasn't doing well, I was, I was underweight, I was mentally unhealthy. I was failing out of school, and I ended up in that state robbing a liquor store in our hometown. After I did that, I had to make a choice. Was I going to own up to what I did and move on with my life and make the best of what the future can possibly hold, or am I going to continue down this road? When I was in rehab, sitting outside in the middle of one of the worst droughts outside of Austin, Texas, the weather was over 110 with driving wind, so it felt like you were sitting in a hairdryer. And after the haze of addiction had worn off somewhat and my mind was starting to operate the way it's supposed to, and you start to really feel the gravity and you start to feel the physical pain and you start to feel the effects and the consequences of your actions and realizing that I was looking at potentially 40 years to life in prison and having all of the consequences of my actions weighing down on me. That was a, the mindset I was in when I was making the choice to get clean, get sober. And during that time, I was learning to meditate and really learning to sit with my thoughts. And in that experience was this realization that life is very short. And I spent a lot of time thinking about, okay, with whatever time I'm given, how am I going to maximize the time, both potentially incarcerated and, and then when I'm free again, to live the best kind of life that I can possibly live? I wanted to spend my time concentrating on what's important and what's important to me is experiences. When I was looking back, it was the time spent outside and that's my passion. Like I, I love to be outside. I love to, I really love to be in the woods alone realizing that what was most important to me when everything was taken away were my experiences outdoors was very illuminating. I was able to actually get the plea deal. Um, I ended up only being behind bars in jail and prison for about 
four months and then in a military style boot camp for the next three months. And so at that point, the absolute best case scenario that we were shooting for from the beginning ended up being the scenario. It was the best feeling to know that instead of restarting life again at 32 ish, I would be in for six to eight months or maybe a year and, and get the second shot at this. I was lucky to be given a lot of my time back and be given a second chance. And that meant I was gonna spend as much time as I could outside with friends and with family. And that's my happy place. You look back on life and you don't remember all the things you have. You remember what the experiences were that those things facilitated. So you may have fondness for an item or a car or a backpack, but you have fondness for those things because of the experiences that they give you. That idea led to a whittling down of possessions. I'm still a gear junkie, so I still have to fight this every single day. And so Livzen's born out of this idea and this effort to simplify the things that I own and replace them with very high quality, very versatile things. Something else I think I learned is that life is iterative in an ongoing process and you can't beat yourself up for not being at the finish line. And so my big, you know, they call them BHAGs in business, my big hairy audacious goal was to, to not use opiates, to not go back down that path and to stay clean and sober from this drug that almost destroyed my life. And so that's overwhelming sometimes and you have to think about what are the small steps I can do along the way to accomplish that. This idea that if you get a little teeny bit better every time you try, then ultimately you're going to end up in a much better place than almost everybody else ends up in. The trick is not beating yourself up along the way. I mean, mountain biking is a good parallel too. So say you see these big, incredible jumps and you see people, you know, clearing them, boosting them, getting a big whip, landing it really smoothly. And you're like, I want to do that one day. You can't just run up or ride up to that lip and send it. I mean, you can but you're not gonna have a great result. So you set these small goals along the way. You say like, I'm gonna learn to bunny hop and then I'm going to work up on small jumps and then I'm gonna hit the big ass jump. Set big goals, but don't beat yourself up when you don't get them on the first try. Andrew Gibbs Dabney is the founder and CEO of Livesin Designs, which crafts versatile and sustainable outdoor apparel designed to last longer. Learn more at livesindesigns.com. Livesin is L I V S N. This story was produced by Sarah Vitak. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.